1.22 light years from Alpha Centauri. Next door to Seoul. Down the corridor from the bar. Hidden deep within Studio 5. This is Hutton Orbital Radio, and I'm your host, Dick Chafing. Joining me tonight, all the way from his Type 9, is... Philip Oliver Holtz. And now, time for the news. Commander Rascon retires as raw recruits run riots. The Don gets the runs. The leaders of Kappa One Seti seek revenge. Vikings and bandits converge on Hutton for their monthly gin fest. Gimp 2. Destinations and date revealed. Sore arses seen at Hutton. A worrying new symptom of mods? Following last week's news about the recruitment of system champions in Kappa 1 SETI, Lumen 16 and Wolf 359, home of the dastardly dawn, we can confirm that Commander Rascon has stepped aside as the head of the Hutton spy team to spend more time with his euphemisms. Commander Rascon has underlined his commitment to our fluffy little bundle of leadership, the daily statistics, daily statistics, and to making himself available for face desking at every opportunity. If we had received a quote from him, it would have gone something like this. It's time for the whole team to take up the mantle. This job is too big, even for my broad shoulders. And under the guidance of the Hotbed team and their spectacular cheerleader, not to Vegas, I'm hoping to see great things for Hutton. In the meantime, my Asp and I are getting out of here and off to see the sights. The thought of Nocti in a short skirt and waving pom-poms causes us much concern, as we're not sure that Hutton are quite ready for that sight. <sighs> Give me an M! M. Give me a U! U. Give me a G! <sighs> G. For the mug! For the mug! <laughs> With Team Hotbox, aided by a handful of PC truckers, Taking over the system administration of Wolf 359, we have reports that the Don is on the run. Yes, he has abandoned his base at Bert's Progress and is heading out, reportedly in the company of one of, of one galactic intern, to see the sights and forge himself a new home elsewhere in the galaxy. After the total collapse of the influence of the Camorra of Wolf 359, we understand that Don Presto has been left in charge, but will be leaving soon. TM. Kappa One SETI has thrown us back into war again. Following the completion of the last one, we have managed to scrape three days of boom together to bolster out our influence. With intrepid commanders including Edelweiss, note he's not included with the uh, other intrepid commanders, no, the intrepid commanders don't include Edelweiss, but Edelweiss was there, dropping millions of credits of worth of data in our systems, and we are in a position now to defend ourselves once more. 
The leaders of Kappa One are exacting their revenge upon us for previous conflicts, but as ever, the truckers are ready. The newly appointed champion for Kappa One, the Baron of the Bright Blue Star, member of the Ancient Order of the Biscuitin, Mog Maestro Extraordinaire, and Total Toad, Brenna Soraya and his team have leaped the defence of the system, and with denials that any of those grand titles are his, more from them later. In what has become a monthly pilgrimage, Members of surrounding systems and allied factions are now using Hutton Orbital as a par- as a party base. They're bringing in food, kegs of beer, funny-smelling cigarettes, and troops of scantily clad dancing types of all genders. The Vikings, flush with success in Van Halen, and the Pixel Bandits, wielders of the thumb-powered flight control, along with our very own Team Hotbox, are holding parties at the station, the likes of which have not been seen since Cecil hit 70, Lael dyed her eyebrows orange in honor of Alvin, or the cleanup crew finally found the floor of Cubicle 3. Anyone Anyone wanting to join in the parties, remember the rules. Airlocks are not toys. Centauri Megagen is rare. Don't use it for setting fire to any Federals. Hutton mugs get hot when you put them on a frameshift drive. Alvin's chew toys are out of bounds. And it is bad form to try and use a barcode reader on Lael's hairdo. The date for the GIMP2 challenge, distributing more mugs for mods throughout the Milky Way, has been announced. Ladies and gentlemen, the 10th of December at 8.30 GMT, commanders will be setting their sights on stars far-flung and hauling their asps away, full of mugs. Yes, the date and destinations for their deeds has been decided, and here, in no particular order, they are Hutton Orbital. Yes, the source of the creative mugs. Hutton Port. Hutton Dock. Hutton Park. Hutton Beacon. Hutton Barracks. Hutton Dock. No, not the same one. It's another one. Hutton Landing. Hutton Terminal, Hutton Dock, uh, another one, Hutton Dock, yes, there's a fourth Hutton Dock, Hutton Ring, Hutton Station, Hutton Port, Hutton Depot, Hutton City, Hutton Port, flippin' heck, Hutton Station, and Hutton Horizons, and of course, not forgetting, Hutton Prime! That's Shut a your Hutton- fucking mouth. Yeah, it's a Hutton trucking lot of Hutton trucking. Can you cope with that much Hutton? I don't think they can handle it, Philip. I don't think they can handle this. <coughs> uh, I don't know. I think they can. <laughs> and as of yet, Anonymous Commander has invented the perfect prize for the race. Specially blended to match your Hutton mug, Hutton brand coffee is designed to keep you awake on even the longest haul without making your eyeballs vibrate. Perfectly matched. Perfectly 
match to brew, at the temperature of a frameshift reactive hot mug, and as legend would have it, able to cure mods with a single sip. This legendary coffee can't be bought anywhere. And we have five bags of it to give away. Stay tuned over the next few weeks for details of how we will be dividing up the deliciously roasted beans and distributing them after the event. Commanders have, this week, been making regular trips to the infirmary, complaining that they are saddle sore, walking like they've been viciously surprised from behind by an imperial cutter, and sitting on donut-shaped cushions. When asked where their mugs were, they all seemed confused and lost, leading the station stand-in medic, who is Cecil, to declare that they are all suffering from mods and should seek help straight away. When told that it may be related to charity fundraising efforts over the last weekend, Cecil said that whenever Lael paid him to do things on the weekend, he didn't end up with the sore arse, and therefore they were wholly unrelated, followed by mixing them all with a dirty hober and shouting, Down in one, Chin Chin. That was the news. Wow. This is Hutton Orbital, your only source for this kind of thing, and right this second, the only station broadcasting out of this station. I'm Philip Oliver Holtz. And I'm your host, Dick Chafing. And after this, music hot pit gout at Hober's Little Bits. Uh, little Bits. That's right, stick around and we'll be back. Stay tuned, we'll be back after this tune. And we're back, and that was a bit of a bumper news article there by uh, Vantian, who couldn't be with us tonight. He is away having his toe hair waxed. Uh, I didn't know that was a thing, um, but apparently that's what he's doing. Normally he just puts jam on it and lets um, Alvin lick it off, which works an awful lot better than uh, marmalade. Could have thought. <laughs> Marmalade. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, and if you're wondering what the difference is, Google it. Right. <laughs> um, we have, uh, well, quite a lot of things to get through tonight. We've got the Hotbit Report. We've got Galnet as well by the amazing Commander Witherspoon, who does so much work making the edits to the Galnet news right after the tick tonight. So um, you just can't appreciate it more, uh, Mr. Witherspoon. Thank you so much for your continually endless work on Galnet News it is brilliant it gives me a good giggle every day um, right well you heard we were joined today with us our Vanti unstanding Philip Oliver Holtz um, he is now off ski and we have uh, Commander Eric Marquet with us tonight good evening Eric hello hi how are you I'm doing well how's yourself pretty good pretty good Old Commander Eric Marquet, he he went off on an exploration trip and uh, parked himself on a planet called Arma 3, where there's a lot of zombies attacking him. Um, But he got tired of all the zombie noises and finally flew off and discovered a new planet called Coaster. Planet Coaster. Let me tell you, this planet is absolutely amazing. They give you a bunch of money, you jump in there, 
you build things that, that they, they call it an amusement park and it's fun. You really need to try it out. Could you just yeah. could you just leave my fourth wall alone, please? <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, Flossie's obviously been to that planet too, then. Um, yeah. <laughs> and you'll be giving us a rundown on the community goals later on as well. And of course, we have well, Commander Hober is here, but he's not sitting down yet uh, to give us a recap of this weekend's glorious, successful event and his cycle run in memory of Richard Cocon and, of course, to raise funds for the amazing charity that is Special Effects. But all in good time. I don't don't think he can sit down quite yet. I know. I'm going to have to get a big mic stand in so that you can stand up and tell us all about it. Um, But we've got our first thing first now. We've got a couple of uh, letters to read out from the Hot Pit team. We don't have a representative tonight. Um, So I think... Uh, yeah, we've got our reports coming in from all the different sections. We've got one uh, from the desk of... Well, I'll start with Squib. If you would like to, Eric, give us the report from Brennan Soraya. Will do. Okay, no worries. Right, so we will start with our report coming in from Commander Squib from Team Hotbox. Actually, do we have these... Audio files? No, we don't think we do. <clears throat> this is Commander Squib of Team Hotbox reporting from Lomas Orbiter. 53 light seconds from the Wolf 359 system main star. It is with absolute delight that I can deliver you word of the work of Team Hotbox commanders. Recent efforts have been outstanding. Spearheaded by Commander Paxiex. No, Commander Paziex, a team of hotbox commanders, have descended on the Don's home system in great numbers. The influence of the leading faction has been dramatically reduced, and our influence grows rapidly within the system. The controlling faction are growing concern for our widespread support, and unrest in the system has heightened security and the faction has issued a lockdown status. With this in mind, our primary objective is to hand in high amounts of bounty vouchers in this current period. The team show great dedication and their efforts have been outstanding. Great progress has been made so far, but we shall not relent until the system is under our control. This is Commander Squibb of Team Hotbox signing off for the mug over nice thank you um, Squib that's uh, yeah great report now we've got a little uh, message coming in from Brenna Soraya yes we do let's see it, it says here uh, from the desk of Commander Brenna Soraya I was contracted this week to support the Hutton truckers at a small mining colony in the Capo One SETA system. Just, I'm sorry, home to just over 60,000 miners and refinery workers who'd nicknamed it the Pyrite Trove. I never did find out if it was meant to be a dig at the Gold Fortune Corporation, a joke, or just to let half of them wear tricorns and shout R at each other. At each other. <laughs> I met with the team for a gin in the broken-horned goat. Commander Cow Z fidgeting with a knife. Commander Brenner's 
a touch green about the collar, but I was happy to have his help, and Commander Bobag Nunez. Through, sorry, though, though his smoking pipe was a little off-putting, a fleeting glance was all I needed to look. <laughs> I'm really messing this up. <laughs> though his smoking pipe was a little off-putting, a fleeting glance was all I needed to know that we four would be able to do great things here. The fifth of our company was the company's mission hound, Irving Brady. In what quickly became an obviously flamboyant display of flirting with Brenners, Irving informed us that the Gold Fortune CEO was benefiting from a deal with pirates in the neighboring systems to provide them trade route data in exchange for a small cut of profit and sanctuary. Our first task, to win heart and mind of the populace. I took the Res Brisinger out to PSPF along with Dow, while the remaining half of our squad departed station for the Rana system. Pirate hunting was to be our life this day. When we convened back at the silo, only one ship returned to join ours. Brenner's lost his ship in a firefight when the security of Rana were unhappy with his freelance vigilism. The next three days were spent like this, clearing out pockets of the pirate scum until none remained to show their face. With his dazzling pink blazer, Irving did regale us with a eulogy, pleading us in overdramatic fashion to spread the word that the truckers could bring an economic boom. Commander Dow vowed to say, stay behind and protect the populace, leaving us remaining three to take word of the boom out of the system. Bobag grinned at me and bet me twelve tons of Centauri Megagen that he could be the better ad boy. I regret taking that bet now. Not only did Bobag best the entire team in the number of contracts delivered, but he even did so while still managing to drag down yet another hidden cove of pirates in Rana. Finally, turning their ears to us, the people of Kappa One Seta have nearly bought us or nearly brought us to take charge of their prized system. I may be the leader of this small band of men. But these three, Benners, Bobag, and Dow, they're the real champions. They've showed with so much heart that this, this is Hutton Trucker territory. This is home. Just a little bit more, but the buggers have blocked us with a war. Yeah, these pesky, pesky wars that keep dogging us as a system. And we also have a final message coming in from... Commander knocked to Vegas, um, and this is uh, from them. Uh, he apparently has identified himself as stand-in cheerleader for Lumen 16 whilst they have a nice little lie down. After the horrific war, the truckers have sent in a team of aid workers to help rebuild. Many of the residents of Lumen 16 have fled the system for safety, but are slowly returning back to their homes. The truckers have built temporary accommodation for those that have lost their homes and are helping those who have lost loved ones in the conflict. Many have come to realise that the truckers meant not to harm and meant no harm to the system and only wanted to help them increase the productivity and trade. In turn, many residents are now turning to side with the truckers to the point that one opposing faction has already begun a retreat from the system. Work is slow going but... 
a positive gain. The truckers team hope their work in the system will continue to be a positive gain, but are aware for revolutionary groups forming from the major faction and are ready to act if they decide to take action against us. So there we go. That's a pretty rousing report of um, some good success going on. Um, yeah, excellent. Thank you Certainly very is. much. Thank you for your system reports, everybody. That was that was brilliant. Um, and, and, and we've got a little tune to play, uh, which is a song called International uh, by the Courtineers. Now, I'm not familiar with them. Mm. So we you will, be, will be after this. <laughs> we will indeed. We will be back for Flossie's Community Goal Report after this tune. So stay tuned, because as you know, we are Hutton Orbital Radio. Hutton Orbital Radio. Your listening choices. Us? Or static. What tune that was indeed. Getting lots of interesting comments there from Mindwipe saying that he is singing in Manchurian uh, or Mancurian or Man- I don't know what what is the Mank um, expression. Anyone? Mancurian. Let, let, let's ask Eric Marquet. No philosophy, because you can say it. <laughs> uh, a Mank or a Yank or what expression? Uh, somebody from <laughs> Manchester. If their their accent is described as man. Chesterian? No, no, not quite. No, okay. Well, no, Flossie said it right. It's just me and my big. I don't know. I, I spent, um, let's see, about an hour, hour and a half in Manchester, and that was to meet Winard at the Robin Hood with all y'all. Yeah. And we had dinner, and we shuffled on off to Lavecon. Yes, that wasn't quite as scary as the tea shop where we picked up Flossie and Robbie and Midden tried to wipe out <laughs> yeah. some small haulers. And um, me too. <laughs> My brother and I were there as well. And yes, he did try to... Boy, he was he was going to wipe out um, Flossie and Robbie's small hauler there. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good it was a good night anyway. It's good a good whole drive. I mean, it had to be a good drive because it took us thirteen freaking hours. Um, but you know, we got there eventually. And that was all good and and a good point to talk to Flossie because community goals please don't tell me there's another one out at Jack's or that it's paying out 40 odd million to the bottom tier because I'll just cry no uh, <coughs> right well um, the new community goals the battle for Maya continues Following the conflict two weeks ago between the Antil mob and the Pleiades Resource Enterprise in the Maya system, various sources have suggested the Pleiades Resource Enterprise was acting under direct orders from federal officials, eager to bring Maya under federal control. After several days of conflict, it was the Pleiades Resource Enterprise that emerged victorious, successfully gaining a foothold in Maya. I'm messing this up. But it seems the battle for Maya is far from over. Recent reports indicated that the Antil mob is about to launch a retaliatory assault with the aim of 
played his resource enterprise out of Maya. The organisation has issued a call for aid appealing to independent combat pilots for support who will be generously rewarded. Combat bands, bonds even, to be handed in at Obsidian Orbital in the Maya system. And another CG is to continue to support the Battle of Maya. Uh, the Antil mob has also asked pilots to deliver battle weapons to system security forces who will be supporting the Antil mob during the conflict. Battle weapons are to be delivered to Obsidian Orbital in the Maya system. And there's the third CG, Saucy uh, Major Corporation Issues Request. Did you say saucy? The... Did you say saucy? <laughs> Zorsi's. Okay. I don't know how you pronounce it, but, you know... <laughs> I'm getting used to these unpronounceable words. Uh, Zorsi Major Corporation, an independent organisation based in the Zorsi system, has placed an order for thermic alloys, oh, sorry, thermic, that's mistyped, thermic alloys, uh, chemical manipulators and industrial firmware. According to the organisation's spokesperson, the resources will be used in an unspecified research and development project. Doc, Dr. Arcady Cole, the organization's chief research scientist, released the following statement. We want the resources, yes? Very useful to us. Process is simple. Deliver the resources and be paid, yes? The requested commodities to be delivered to City Enterprise in the Zodi system. And that is the community goals for this week. And if you want further details or if you want to get in touch with people that are contributing to these goals or working hard on them and you fancy running protection or being part of it in a wing and taking advantage of the trade wing dividends that you can get, then come and join our Facebook page. You'll find an event there uh, where... you. I'm getting a message in there from an Antarius Fusion asking if the spokesperson is Dobble. No, I don't think so. It's possible. I wouldn't rule it out. I mean, we've not seen Dobble for a while. It could be that he has gone to Zossi. Um, who knows? Who knows? Yes. Yes. I get what you're meaning there, Antarius. Yes, I really do get what you're meaning. Um, and... Excellent community goals. What ones? Uh, so sorry, the Facebook book, Facebook book, the Facebook events. Join the community goal Facebook event and in the Hunt and Truckers page, and you'll be able to have a chat with everyone who's getting involved. What one are you looking forward to this week? Um, I'm not really sure. Uh, the only one I can, I think, I can really do is taking the battle weapons, but the supplies aren't very good. There's not many. Oh, I don't know. I might have a week off. <laughs> Well, you could you deserve that too after last weekend's activities, definitely. Um, yeah. We could all, all do with a little bit of a wee break and a wee recharge. Um, well, that's this great. See, Thank you very much. Are you I'm, doing any? I'm yeah? looking for the one. I'm looking forward for the one where um, we all fly out to Planet Coaster and deliver slaves and metals for, for so that purposes. more stuff could be built. When 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 are you planning that event? Because I believe there's a date that you had in mind, wasn't it? 
Well, no, I mean, there's going to be a community. There's got to be a community goal for that. That's what we need. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll keep our eye. We'll get. We'll make sure Flossie keeps her ear close to the doors of the people that know the community goals and uh, gives us the loading and that as soon as it becomes available. Um, now yeah, we, we have. We need to send some emails out to uh, a couple of our friends over there at Frontier Developments and convince yeah. them that, that that's necessary. <laughs> now you maybe you maybe may if you're listening and you're thinking, gosh, they're they're getting through the show quite quick tonight. It's because Hober's bit's not as small as usual tonight, so we kind of want to give um, as much time to running through the events from the weekend. If you missed the Super Hober special effects cycle team go event, the fifty mile bike ride, then stick around and we'll get a UE summary. You can listen to the full broadcast, six hours it was, on the huttonorbital.com website click on radio and then go down to past past broadcasts and you will see the cycle ride one there it is there in its entirety it will not go up on itunes it's far too big um so you can enjoy that download it and play it at your leisure if you ever have a spare six hours to sit and listen to it then you can follow the event as if it was happening right in your living room all over again well um i'd highly recommend probably after about two and a half hours just sitting in the pub for an hour like i did <laughs> That's true, you can go and have the wee pub break at the halfway mark as well. Uh, right, well, we're going to play another quick tune and then we'll come back for the Galnet News. Right, what shall we go for? Mm, we've got a couple of tunes. Uh, I think we'll go for our this one now. We are obviously not willing or interested in talking politics tonight. Um, it's probably been done to death and frankly... You know, what happens in the solar system is nothing to do with us, really. We're kind of far away yet. The minute we get into the solar system, we'll sort that stuff out. We'll sort it all out, but for the time being, we're not. So we'll be back after these tune, after this tune even, and um, we'll see you soon with the Galnet News. Council President! <laughs> don't, don't, <laughs> don't touch that dial. I'll make Hutton Orbital great again. Uh, nope, we've done that Yeah, one. we'll build a wall. Hutton Orbital Radio. Banging on your eardrums like a horny Rottweiler. So please enjoy this Galnet News. Commander Witherson puts an awful lot of effort into this thing, and we think it is flipping amazing. So enjoy. Galnet News Digest, 10th of November, 3302. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, revolutionaries strike at Starport. Ancient ruins ransacked. Another chance to save the Pleiades. Trumbull challenges Hudson for presidency. Revolutionaries strike at Starport. A number of fatalities have been reported after Wright City in the Ellie system was targeted by anarchist group Revolutionary Incorporated. The revolutionaries are believed to have used large quantities of the highly toxic pesticide, Toxangivaricide, in an attack that left at least a dozen people dead and many hundreds more severely injured. The starport has been closed until further notice. Attempts to find the perpetrators of this hideous act 
and those who helped them by smuggling in huge quantities of toxic chemicals have so far been unsuccessful. It's believed that the authorities may use the lure of collecting a financial reward to entice the guilty parties into a trap. Ancient Ruins Ransacked Following his highly successful appeal for the recently discovered Sinuf ruins to be ransacked, engineer Ram Tar has claimed that the exercise was carried out in the name of scientific discovery. Tar is now sitting upon one of the largest stockpiles of alien data anywhere in the galaxy. He has claimed that he would do everything he could to prevent irresponsible agencies who sought to capitalise on the site for personal, political or military gain. Presumably he's doing this by getting in first. Another chance to save the Pleiades. Two weeks ago the Federation established a foothold in the Maya system. Working under the banner of Pleiades Resource Enterprise, the Federation comprehensively trounced the ruling anthill mob and has been expected to work to develop increased influence as a means to securing exclusive Federation access to sources of meta-alloys. The Anthill mob has now announced a lightning strike against the Federation stooges and has appealed for assistance. Venerable Sage, the 1300-year-old Karash, has emphasised repeatedly that it is of the utmost importance that the Federation does not win control of Maya. Whether independent pilots heed his call and assist the anthill mob remains to be seen. Trumbull challenges Hudson for presidency. The Federation has stated categorically that a Trumbull will not be allowed to challenge President Zachary Hudson for the position of President of the Galactic Federation. The bright orange Trumbull, who likes to be known as Donald, is believed to be the first extraterrestrial to have attempted to become leader of the Free Galaxy. A spokesman for the Federation said that aliens are not permitted to stand for the position of supreme being under federal law. He emphasised that he was confident the voters of the galaxy would in any case be highly unlikely to vote for something that looked like a Watsit. And that's this week's Galnet News. We read the Galnet News so you don't have to. Wow, well, that was a spectacularly uh, classic, I think, version of Galnet News. Uh, thank you so much, Commander Witherspoon. Uh, we'll have to check back next week and see how uh, Donald Donald Trumbull gets on. Uh, we are now at the right time to pass over to Hobermallow and go through his little next section uh, that we affectionately call Hober's Bit. Uh, and uh, yeah, we're going to pass over to Hobart and we're going to hit you with your theme tune. Are you ready? Here we go! Bicycle, 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 bicycle. I want to ride my bicycle. Bicycle, bicycle, bicycle. I want to ride my bicycle. Go! 
I want to ride my bike. I want to ride my bicycle. Cow will cut the music off when you don't really realize. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Hober's Bits. Yes, we have done it. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Who's crept in here? Oh, who is it? Is it Mr. Moin Moin? That was just a tech monkey in the background. That's all. He was just, just a little bit behind. He's a bit slower than everybody else's old Simon. Yeah, that's fine. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yes, I would like to announce that the Hober... Well, that, uh, let, let's go for the official name. The Super Hober Special Effects Team Go Bike Ride of the 50 Miles Raising Money for Special Effects has been completed. It was a trawling six hours probably about an hour and a bit in the pub. Um, but as far as... Ooh, fireworks. Uh, it's, it's, it's about a week late, but that's all right. So, yes, we managed to do the bike ride, and we did it all for the wonderful thing that special effects do. So, joining me currently as part of the uh, Super Hobo Special Effects Team Go team are... Baz, from Special Effects, Commander Kim Rain. Commander Kim Rain reporting in. Commander John Whitehouse. Reporting in. Old Bread River Boat. Don't give up your day job. Huh. Well, he's not listening either. Um, we have uh, Rincewind Kumrai. I think I pronounced that right for the first time in a long time. Um, we have Commander Flossie, who was going on her pedals. Hey there. Uh, I don't think I've missed anybody else off. So, also on the ride was Commander Spike. We had Heidi Smithers. Um, we had Commander Razcon. We also had Commander Fletch. And uh, I'd like to pass kind of the torch over to everybody else. I've spoken about this for the last couple of weeks and asked people a few questions about how it was actually joining the ride. So, uh, John, how was the ride for you? Hard work. But entertaining and very enjoyable. And uh, what would you say were the best bits for you? Um, the uh, the the end. <laughs> no, no. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> was that the point at the end, or no, no? It was the whole thing, really. Um, I'd um, I'd, I was determined to to to, to do it. It was harder than I expected, to be fair. Um, I thought I'd be. A bit better with it, but no, it was great. Um, and it was it was everybody. It was the whole thing. It was the whole atmosphere. Well, uh, as a person that kind of came new into the hey hober, I'd like to join your bike ride, as mm. you said to me drunkenly at uh, yes, meet. Yes, yes. <laughs> How much practice had you really put in for the bike ride? Not enough. No, not much. Um, I'd done. A, 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 I completed a couple of twenty-five mile bike rides along the canals and things. I would hit really. So, but I, I, I thought the swimming would have, would have been enough. No, I completely agree. Yeah, that would that would have got your cardio up. But um, yeah, unfortunately, yeah, yeah. Uh, if if you'd done canal cycling previously, then hills probably weren't the best route that we well that I planned out. I, um, it was all good in the end. Rincewind, how was it for you having two years out of cycling and uh, getting back on the old saddle? It was actually closer to 12 years out um, <laughs> since I've done anything of any time. Oh, I'm, I'm, I was being generous. Yeah, very generous. Uh, it was really good. The camaraderie was excellent. The 
one, one of the best bits for me was turning around at halfway and finding that that really strong headwind was a tailwind coming back. <laughs> Which is rare when you're riding a bicycle because it's generally headwinds all the way. So what, what was the worst point for you? Oh, when somebody said to me at 45 miles, you see that pub? No, 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 you, you, you can name names. It's all right. Okay, when Homer said to me, uh, when we started the set of traffic lights, see that pub? That's where we're finishing. All we've got to do is cycle five miles through a park first. And how was the park? Was it, was it, was it good? Not really on a road bike. It was a little bit rough. And when you actually said, oh, we'll turn left here, and all you could see was this great big hill in front of us with huge potholes and speed bumps as well that actually caught a Maserati go over it, made lots of crunching noises. Yeah, that wasn't fun. I, I must say, at that point in the uh, journey, I tried to get the flattest pack bit through the park, but we were coming up to what's known as Cardiac Hill, and I think it was probably better for everybody that we turned left up the smaller part of Cardiac Hill than the movement through the uh, the whole thing. So, Flossie, how was it for you on the old uh, squeaky chair? <laughs> squeaky? <laughs> yeah, um, well, I really enjoyed it. Um, okay, I wasn't out in the cold like you were. It was in the warmth of the living room. Um, <laughs> oh, I wasn't cold at all. I, I, I could definitely feel my fingers by the time we got to the pub. And, uh, yeah, I didn't have kind of black bits on my hand. In fact, um, one of the uh, one of the friends of um, Fletch and uh, Vantion, uh, <laughs> I think their six-year-old daughter came up and asked me, "Have you got a frostbite?" And I went, "I'm not really sure." <laughs> yeah, oh, it was really good. I really enjoyed it um, listening to Grant on the radio the whole time, and the last bit when he put Benny Hill on us—that was brilliant. <laughs> really got me going. <laughs> Was that when Robbie was chasing you through the house? You went in one door, he went through another, and then you somehow popped out in the same room and he was chasing you. Um, yeah. Or is that just an average kind of Saturday evening for you both? Just average. <laughs> uh, Mr. Brett Riverboat. Evening. Are you there? Good evening, yeah. sir. As, as a surprise guest, because you mentioned it many moons ago that you were going to join me, and then you kept it secret from me. I was very shocked to see you appear at my driveway and go, Hey, Hober, I'm going to come with you. How was the ride for you? Afraid of my fitness. Oh, you appear to have cut out there, mate. Try again. All right. Hello. Is that better? Hello. Yes. Um, yeah, so... Uh... I was not sure whether I could cope with it because um, I haven't done any fitness in. So I don't know what happened. Uh, but I know in, I keep in, dropping in out. In how long? Because you cut out again. I, I, about, I don't. In about two, three years, I haven't done any fitness. I didn't even do any practice sessions. Well, your, your bike seems to be all right. It needed a bit of a uh, quick pump up, but we went for the cold, uh, the old Formula One style. His bike needs pumping up. Two pumps, and that uh, was brilliant. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. What, what was your worst bit about the ride? Well, the fact that I can get top gear or bottom gear. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so a bit of background information there. What was it, about three miles, four miles? No, probably about seven miles into the ride, you realised that you couldn't actually hit your top gear. So when we were going on flats, you didn't quite have the power that you needed. Exactly. And I was stuck way behind you guys. Uh, but also having a sore bottom, 
that was uh, absolutely awful. I did message in Facebook that uh, I think I needed a replacement one um, at the halftime mark, and uh, it's still sore today. <laughs> How are the uh, newly bought prosthetic ass cheeks we, uh, we we got for you? Are they working out well? Can you can you sit down? Uh, they're perfect for my commander chair. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Wunderbar. Um, commander Kim Rain, who seems to have disappeared. Baz from Special Effects. Yeah, he seems to have muted himself. He must be listening on the station, in which case he's going to be slightly behind. We'll wait and see when he comes back in. But in which case, no, there we go. There it's, we it's, go. It's, it's all right. It's, he's probably... Oh, Commander Kim Rain. Yeah. How was it for you in the support car? Because I know putting your foot on that clutch must have been hell because we weren't going fast. I think we averaged something like um, 10.5 miles per hour. I was lovely and warm, Hober, thank you. <laughs> I might have been going slowly, but I was very warm. And uh, and uh, how were the jelly babies? Yeah, that was the worst bit, is being bombarded by jelly babies, but it was all right. I, I ate at the bombardment. <laughs> yeah, for those that weren't on the ride, I decided... Well, I got a little bit bored. Well, why not just throw some of the jelly babies in my pocket of the car and I slowed down enough for them to open the window and just, just gave them a few. It was all so, right. It was, a, it was a tasty bombardment. I think that's probably the first time I've ever been called that. <laughs> These were, he was referring to your jelly babies. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it did sound like a, an awful lot of fun and before you have a chat with um, Baz as well about all the things that are going to be achieved as a result of your hard work what about your favourite worst bits, Hober? Um, uh, I've got to say that uh, the, the, the shameful bit is um, I rode almost 25 miles on a botched tyre with a little bit of my inner tube poking out and I only realised when we were about 10 minutes, 15 minutes away from the pub when we stopped and I went, ah, that looks a little bit wrong. I'll just put my bike up and I'll uh, I'll get my levers out and try and sort out my uh, my tyre. What actually happened was I I put them straight into my inner tube and that burst my tyre. So everybody stood around in the cold because it was damn cold and it was damn windy and everybody had to stand around whilst I fixed my tyre and everybody's like, can I help? And I'm just like, yeah, but it only takes two people to change a tyre and thankfully uh, a Brit Riverboat came up and uh, helped and then everybody started pumping me up and but I, th- I, think, I think probably my favourite and worst moment was Cal when I managed to tune in on just past the halfway point when I realised I'd forgot to turn my GPS tracker on, which is why it's only logged as forty nine and a half miles. Um, was I was listening to the radio and then uh, I suddenly had a, a blast from the past and S Club Seven were playing. <laughs> Would you like yeah. to explain more about why S Club 7 was playing? Well, we were, we were re- 
really trying our, our best to squeeze as much money out of our listeners and people watching on the Twitch as we possibly could. And we figured that there was a couple of tunes that we held in reserve that were those special kind of tunes that you start playing and then you charge money to stop playing. And uh, S Club 7 almost got through its full entirety. And if it wasn't for Kate Russell jumping in with a donation in the last minute of the song, you would have heard it right until the end. However, we then edged our bets with the Star Wars disco music, uh, which is awful, and we decided that we'd either take, you know, if we could raise £25, and the last person that put money into that to bring it up to the £25 said they wanted it played, then we'd play it. But if they wanted it not played, they would have to pay the same again to stop it. Um, And sadly... All you sad listeners out there loved it, so it played its full 16 minutes of disco awfulness. Oh, oh here we oh, go. No, stop, no, no, no more. <laughs> now, at, at this point, um, Spike's um, 4G seemed to have run out. He was playing it um, loudspeaker from his phone. I was listening to it with the wonderful, uh, I think it's, um, is it, the Anchor. Um, battery charger that you kindly supplied me with. I was listening in my headphones, and you know what? The moment the Star Wars uh, funk song came on, we were going through a very, very slow climb. So it's it's not a great inclination, like a massive hill. But as a cyclist, the last thing you want is a slow and steady inclination, because that's what takes your knees really out of it. And I was the only person listening to it, just going, you know what? This music is actually keeping me going. I don't want it to stop. And thankfully, nobody stops it. The song that gave me the second wing was the... So the second wind was uh, When the Going Gets Tough. That was amazing. Thank you, Cam. No, no, no it, was, it was a pleasure. And we had tons of different things. We had bike facts, we had all kinds of stuff lined up. Uh, that, that, let, let, let's not mention them. <laughs> and then of course as, as Flossie was saying we had the Benny Hill for the last mile and uh, I have to thank everybody on Twitch that was sending in huge shout outs of support to Flossie to get her over that last mile of the journey uh, at that point I think you guys had arrived um, and we were getting the photographs and things on Twitter from uh, Mike Snoswell was grabbing them off your Facebooks as you uploaded them and firing them out over Twitter it was as close as I think we could have got without a sort of video feed from the field, which just isn't practical to be done. Um, but yeah, it was awesome. So yeah, thank you guys for, you guys for allowing us to be part of it. Well, no, no, thank you for keeping people entertained for six hours because as broadcasting isn't easy. And for you to keep the stream up and keep people entertained and, you know, do the things you did and extort money out of people was amazing because it all goes to the uh, amazing charity of special effects and um, pulling in numbers as Mike Snoswell did I think between myself and Rincewind um, are just giving pages and the um, gift aid we raised just over £3,700 for special effects and I, I honestly set this up going, I just want to do a bike ride. I want to do something good. I'll, I'll just do a bike ride by, by myself. And I thought, oh, I could probably raise £500. And then uh, Vantian just went, no, you're not raising £500. 
we're going to put more into this. We're going to post it everywhere. We're going to get people to support you. We've got a commander that did the amazing Super Hobo special effects team. The Super Hobo special effect team go me as a monkey in special effects colours riding on a bike, and that was the kind of the start of it. And oh, it's got it's got the it's got the freckles. Well, yeah, I haven't no, got that I, sharp I canine. I didn't realise it was a monkey. I just thought it was a picture of you. No, you see, it's it's a parody of the... Um, oh, what's the cartoon? There's a cartoon of Super Hyper Monkey Team Go. And that's where it all stemmed from. And then everybody else got involved. And I was just, I was just shocked because I wanted to do something quite personal. And that was raise money for special effects for my cousin Richard here. So... Who had muscular dystrophy, and he was unfortunately stricken down with it, and ended up playing computer games with a wooden spoon in his mouth because he lost all control of his limbs. And if special effects had been around at the time, then they could have been there to support him. So this was a bit of a personal journey for me, and then everybody else joined in, and that was amazing because I never thought I'd get the support. I've had and this actually really amazes me and not only did you know the people that join me the people that tuned in the people that support me you know monetary wise it was absolutely amazing and I can't thank everyone enough I know I keep saying this but seriously if you just sit there and go oh, I want to do something nice uh, I'll just I'll try and raise 500 pounds for a charity that you know that's really personal to me and then you end up reaching the 535% of your target. You just sit there going, how awesome are your friends? How awesome are the community that you link in with to not only just listen to what I want to do, but get so involved that they want to put themselves out for it and they want to get themselves to raise money from other people and it honestly it just absolutely shocks me that we've hit anywhere near what we've done and I can't help but thinking if Richard were around then not only was his last wish to be remembered that we raised a buttload of money for people that not always in the same situation have the disability that he had that could have helped him but for those people that this money's going to you know support and reach out to it's absolutely amazing it is but you know Hober you came up with uh, an amazing uh, way to to acknowledge and to to give a, a sort of memorial a fitting memorial to your cousin and I think you know I imagine your family are extremely proud of you and your achievements, and there must have been an awful lot of celebrating. And you know, I think it's possibly a good idea to maybe have a wee chat with Baz about you know what it is that special effects do that meant so much to you. If that's all right, but you, Baz, you want to give a sort of brief summary of what special effects is and what they do? Yeah, of course, Cal. Cheers. Um, so we work with people with disabilities. Uh, there's two sort of like branches to our work. There's the gaming uh, side of things, which is probably about 70% of our work, where we will usually, one of our teams will go out and visit somebody in their own home, and some of those people have never played a game before in their life, 
Um, others have played games, but because of a severe injury or a progressive condition, they're no longer able to play without assistance. And we'll have an occupational therapist and a technology specialist will go out to them and they'll work with them. Uh, sometimes it will take a day, other times it will take sort of two or three visits. And we'll find whatever movement they've got that will allow them to play that they feel comfortable with. And air technology specialists, the likes of Gavin and Bill and Francis back at the office, will go away and they'll modify hardware or software to enable them to play. So that was the sort of side of things that the Hobers bike ride was really raising money for on Saturday. The other side of our work is with for people with um, severe paralysis. So people who have had a high spinal injury or suffered a, a catastrophic stroke. Um, and most of that work is on communication. One of the, 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 the big threats, if you like, when people suffer that sort of injury is depression setting in quite quickly. And one of the main ways of depression setting in is where they're not able to communicate with the people around them. They're not able to tell somebody that they're thirsty or, I don't know, even ask how the dog is or how West Brom got on on Saturday. Um, so quite often with high spinal injuries and severe strokes, the loved ones will be sat in a hospital ward for, for weeks on end. And when the person finally does come, come round, more often than not, they've got a ventilator fitted and they just can't talk anyway. And we'll go in there with eye control and we'll set up a system for them where, to begin with, they can communicate slowly by picking out individual letters, but in a very short time, they can, they can actually have sort of pretty quick conversations. Um, and they'll start off with, how was the dog? How did West Brom get on? Um, or, or, or the likes of that. And we'll work them up to being able to talk and being able to send emails, surf the internet. So at least they've got some sort of contact with the outside world. And, okay, so they will still be depressed to a degree, but we can help prevent that sort of depression setting in um, in some cases altogether, in some cases, in some times it's, it's like quickly as it would otherwise. But um, Saturday was really about the gaming aspect, you know, in memory of Richard, um, so that, that money will all be allocated to what we call our loan library. So it's going out and working with people to help them to play games. And um, so they don't have to sit there with a wooden spoon in their mouth. And I know when I was speaking to Mick Donegan about it, Mick teared up a little bit about it. The, the, just, um, so I think he feels guilty that he never started special effects earlier. He's had the idea for years and years because there is a massive gap in the system and it's nobody's fault. I mean, the money just isn't there for people to... That people's basic needs in most cases are met, but the the idea of having fun or being included with other people playing a game, that the, the the state just can't seem to sort of manage to to find the funds to be able to do that. So it's either left down to the carers, or nowadays it's it's, it's in for us to go in there and do it. And even at the moment, with all the, the emphasis on cutbacks and things as well, the carers and all the services, with my wife being disabled, an awful lot of the services that we had have been removed. Um, ridiculous things, like you notice that the the chiropodist who comes out and cuts toenails, something that if you can't reach your feet or can't lift your feet or you've got no feeling in your feet, it's very, very difficult to do. So that's a service that comes out every three months. Not anymore. Yeah. It's annual. Can you believe that? So, you know, that's that's just your day-to-day care. So, I mean, they just don't ever consider the key things about life is fun. And without fun, it can be really difficult 
to get through it, even if you look at the cycle ride, to have the comradeship of the people giving you the support and shouting at you from the other bikes can get you through the toughest points on those journeys and get you through to the other side. So that's just a little bit of people giving you a bit of fun, a bit of banter that can get you through that. And if your day-to-day life is a struggle like that, the smallest and littlest bit of enjoyment can be enough to turn a dark cloud into a little ray of light there. And I think, you know, what Special Effects does is beyond uh, amazing. And, uh, you know, I think we have all pretty much sung your praises um, any time we mention charities because it just it just seems so obvious to us. We get so much enjoyment from it. Why would you not let everybody or try and help everybody to have that same fun? Exactly, Cal. I mean, it's this community and, and, and the frontier developments as well that have been absolutely fantastic with special effects because everybody here just gets it. I mean, they get what we do. And I won't lie to you, I mean, the money is sorely needed. I mean, every day I walk into the office now, if I'm in the office, and our teams are disappearing out the door, and it's kind of like a case of, um, it's a bit like the Battle of Britain. <laughs> where, where are you off to? I'm off to Cheshire. I'm off to Leicestershire. I'm off to Guildford. It's, and they are really, more and more people are realising that we are a service out there that they can use. And, of course, we don't charge for anything we do at all. We, we'd get no statutory funding. So money that, that from that Ober and the, the lads on the bike ride raised is absolutely vital to us. I couldn't, I couldn't even begin to emphasise how vital it is. Amazing. Well, um, it is, and again, actually, it's probably a good idea. If people are listening, I believe you're just giving pages still up, isn't it, Ober? So that it, they can still it, it is. I, I will leave it up till Sunday evening. Um, well, in fact, no, Saturday evening. Um, the twelfth, which is actually the twenty-first anniversary of uh, Richard's passing, so if you feel inclined or you want to support everything that we've done, and even if you don't want to support everything we've done and just want to support special effects, um, head over to www.justgiving.com forward slash fundraising forward slash shsetg, and I will put. I, I didn't put my closing statement after the ride because I thought, you know what. I was far too knackered and couldn't quite bring my mind and my body together. And thankfully, um, my replacement knees that came in on Monday, um, they're working fine now. I can now manage stairs. And I know some of the other guys, um, if anybody on the bike ride had a little bit of problems on the, the Sunday, Brett Riverboat, if you'd like to speak up about how much <laughs> it hurt you. Oh my God, I had to go to work as a restaurant manager wandering around the floor serving customers. I was taking chicken steps. It was terrible. But not serving chicken wings, unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately, no. <laughs> Walking like John Wayne. Um, That's John, exactly it. <laughs> uh, John, Mr., uh, Mr. John Wayne, did you have something you wanted to add? Um, yes, I, I just wanted to say that it's absolutely, the, the special effect is absolutely fantastic. It's, it's And, um, it's um, it's it's great to be able to be a part of, of raising funds for for special effects. I try and advertise special effects wherever I go. You know, I'm talking about it, and the, the, it's it's right. It's things like this recital ride that allow to start a conversation about the charity and things like that. So it, it's it's about getting people involved and drawing people in. It was, it was absolutely fantastic. And Cheers, John. 
and you're not too um, too suffering from your ill effects from the ride then, because I did hear yeah. Fletch had quite a, and I imagine Baz does too, uh, quite a mental image of your backside implanted in the backside <laughs> yeah. of the retinas. I, I was, I, 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 I did bring up the rear of the, um, <laughs> but um, I, I'm fully recovered now, um, and I'm feeling the benefits, and I'm going cycling tomorrow and Sunday, so. Um, Good stuff. Uh, yeah, so, remember, to, remember to take a pack of jelly babies and don't do well, what Spike well, did, which was eat a jelly baby every two minutes because yeah. you'll not feel the benefits. In, Make sure you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. oh, carry on, mate. Yeah. I'm no, in, carry on. In January, um, I'm doing a 14, 14 day cycle holiday in Vietnam. Oh, amazing. Um, I wonder if we can do something wow. around that. So, yeah, um, no, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah, I'm, not st- I'm not streaming for 14 days solid. <laughs> hey man, oh, you weren't there, man. You weren't there. So, 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 it's, it's, it, so perhaps we could discuss and sort something out for that. But, you know, it would be great to have um, the communities uh, support and backing. It's um, it's a it's a holiday, but it's also something I've always wanted to do. So yeah, so that's amazing, excellent. And can I just say again, guys? I know Mick um, gave me the video to send out on the on the truckers' Facebook I've, group today. But can, um, I, can, he, I, can I interrupt you, Baz? I, you, I was I was I was travelling to work to a different site, and I parked up and got my uh, double sausages and egg McMuffin <laughs> available from all other sources, and. Um, I, I watched that, and I sat in the car, and I just went, you know what? I just need five minutes because. Mick's message was absolutely amazing. It, uh, you know, I didn't expect any of that, and not especially from your CEO of the company. And I, I know you've mentioned previously you wanted to have a chat with me, and but that was amazing. And for him to kind of explain what we'd done wasn't just what we'd done; it meant more. And that, that's the thing that really gets me. What we did on Saturday, in the grand scheme of things means nothing apart from the money we we uh, we raised for the amount of support and interaction that special effects give people i think that was him base <laughs> sorry you think i think you can carry so, on. I think, sorry, I think he's broken so, sorry guys well Mick just asked me to the, the when i was talked to Mick about the um, bike ride on monday Mick's a really, really emotional guy. I mean, obviously, he founded the charity. He, he just, like, identified the problem and felt he was going to be the one to do something about it. And so all of this is really, really personal to him. And um, he was quite tearful when I was talking to him on Monday. And um, he just asked me, I, even though we did the video yesterday and we released that today, he asked me to pass on his thanks to absolutely everybody. You'll get a chance to say thank you to Dave Pearson and um, Ober um, in November. He's going to meet both of those. But um, he just wanted to like, extend that to the whole community. And um, just to let you know, if any of you want to drop in at the office at any point, we've always got the text. There's like, some examples of the text set up. And you're always very welcome. But um, Mick was very, very adamant that I passed on his personal thanks. Um, because it is really personal to him, um, and it's one of those things where obviously I'm, I'm part of the community here, um, and we also get very, very close to the people we work with as well. Which is why the, I know most of you know my mate Clark. He died at the start of September. The lab of spinal muscular atrophy, 
And it does hit us really, really hard. I mean, we, we love the fact that we have those people as friends. And I, I, with Karki, I spent so many rubbish Saturday afternoons watching terrible football down in Somerset. But it was worth it just to be with Karki because he just made the absolute most out of life. And we were able to improve his situation for those years that we worked with him. So it means a massive, massive amount to all of us. But um, Mick was very, very keen on me passing on his personal thanks here tonight as well. So thanks, guys. Well, uh, thank you, Baz, and thank Mick. Because w- without Mick, then special effects wouldn't be around and they wouldn't be helping so many people out there that have disabilities and... Uh, I'm getting tearful again. <laughs> yeah, well, the key thing is, Hober, what what you've achieved is in the memory of Richard is to manage to prevent other people in the same position from not having yep. that dignity uh, and support uh, 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 to yeah. have fun. So, yeah. I applaud you, and you know we're all extremely proud of what you've all achieved and it's been a fantastic thing to be part of it is amazing to see how well you did um and if only you know if only there was right so um the thing is i think we all agreed this on the ride we were probably about three quarters on the way and we all said that this was before we got the total the money we're raising for special effects is great. I don't want to sound like Donald Trump. It's great. But it's good. So, it's great. And we raised a lot of money. But we all decided that, you know what? This is a one-time thing that's great. What happens if we do this next year? And we go for the same kind of style. It's not going to be the riding around Hover's hometown. Might not be 50 miles. It may well be 50 miles. But the thing is, we want to do this as an annual thing from the Hutton Orbital Truckers. And we want to get as many people involved. So we are going to plan next year's special effects ride. It may not be the Super Hover special effect team go. It might be the Super Hutton Truckers special effect team go. But what we want to do is raise money annually on a big basis like we did this time for special effects so this is my invite to all of those truckers that sit there listening if you're in the uk get on a bike practice 25 mile well no no start at 10 start at 10 go for 10 for a couple of weeks go for 15 for a couple of weeks if you're doing it through the winter make sure you've got reflective um, clothing on make sure you've got your lights on the plan is we might do it in possibly the, the late summer because it was trucking cold, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> um, yeah, everybody's laughing. Um, but the plan is next year, kind of late August, early September, we will have the second annual Hutton Trucker Ride for Special Effects. So we want more truckers on bikes, more truckers on motorbikes, more people in the support car, more people raising money for an absolutely amazing charity that supports everything about what we do for those people that can't do what we do. So that is my challenge to all of you truckers. Get on a bicycle, go and ride out, whether you can hit 10 miles, 20 miles, you know what? If you can't do the whole ride, do bits of it. 
get people involved get your local you know community involved get your friends involved get your family involved and let's raise more money for special effects and this is coming from someone that doesn't have experience at doing this it was an amazing time i really enjoyed it and everyone can do this seriously everyone so come along and have some fun have a beer afterwards and meet the truckers yeah, and I think what I'll do is next time if you're doing that is if I'm doing the stream is I think I'll get some pedals in uh, so that I can pedal while I pedal. Uh, I've not thought that through. <laughs> so I've just shared this out, but I, I want to hear from from those involved. So Flossie, would you would you do it again? Oh, definitely. Yeah, try stopping would, me. Would you do it up and downstairs so you've got a little bit of hill management? Well, what I actually did was set it on the hardest setting. So that, although I, it was like on the same the whole time. So although I didn't get any hills as such, I didn't get any downhills either. It was just constant, just hard setting. So I John, thought, you, you, John, you did it with no experience, and now you're about to go through the Ho Chi Minh Trail. Would you do it again next year? Absolutely, without a doubt. I've, I've already said it. I, I loved it. I enjoyed the day. Baz, w w would you choose the automatic car so you didn't have to stress your left foot with the clutch <laughs> <laughs> next year? <laughs> I I'd take one for the team and do manual again, Chris. Wonderbar. Rinse well, I'd feel guilty otherwise. <laughs> you, you did more than enough of accepting the jelly babies I threw through the window. <laughs> Rincewind, would you do it again? Yeah, and this time I'm actually sober when I'm saying it as well, so it means a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll get some so, jelly babies in for myself next time as well. <laughs> next year, August, September time, will be the second. And I'm, I'm going to scrap the Super Hoba thing because, you know what, this was my personal journey and everybody decided to join in with me. And it's not just a personal journey. It's a group journey, so it's going to be the Super Hutton Team Special Effect Team Go ride. So put it in your diaries. If anybody wants to join in, get yourself on a bicycle, whether it's an exercise bike, whether it's your BMX from when you were 15, or a mountain bike, it doesn't matter. Get yourself on a bike, get yourself trained up, and we will do exactly the same again next year, and we'll raise even more money for special effects. Here we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. With that in mind, we're going to go for a quick musical break and then we'll be back to say our goodbyes and close this show this week. Yeah, so stick around after this tune, which I think is possibly relevant. Um, maybe. Is it S Club 7 again? It's not. Huh? Well, that's been <laughs> stuck in my head Fun since I was listening to the feed whilst I was cycling back. Oh, God, no, it's not that. But we'll be back after these short tunes. Stick around. Don't you know? Oh. And we are back just in time to say cheerio to everyone that joined us tonight on the show. We obviously had Commander Flossie. We had, of course, the wonderful Eric Marquet, who joined me as my co news anchor. A news anchor. There sounds like there's a letter missing from that. Um, and of course, we had our reports in from the Hot Pit team and Commander Hober for giving us a nice rundown of his cycle event and all the amazing members of that cycle team as well joining us tonight to say a good, well, yeah, I think you can hear how important it is to us and how 
we've all taken this under our wing. And if you feel inspired and at this point you think I better volunteer now before I back out and chicken out, uh, then, you know, get in touch. Send us an email. I took part at hutnorbital.com or get us a message on Facebook and we will, you know, try and keep you involved in that group as the plans of whatever it's going to be come to fruition. Maybe, maybe we can double the distance this year. Hey, we guys, hey, that would be good and just have more plasters or, or do a country length relay. That would be very truckery, wouldn't it? That's only, what, a couple of thousand miles. That won't take long. Um... According to my maths, anyway. I've got to say, as well as the bike facts, the maths wasn't quite up to scratch. <laughs> or, or, sorry, up, up to maths, should I say. <laughs> it wasn't there was certain up to times maths. where I sit there going, well, they've hit half of it, and if they do just a little bit more, then they're only a third of the way there. And I'm sitting there going, no, no, no. no. <laughs> No, we, we were we were having a lot, a lot of way to go. We were having a lot of fun with the maths on Saturday. We really were. It was a good laugh. It was just a. It became a bit of a running joke of making sure we got it as horribly wrong as we possibly could. Um, I was from, gonna, from a couple gonna, of genuine mistakes, genuine errors led to us no, just no, no, taking no. the piss. I, I think the close. I think the closest bit you got to right maths was bicycle in Latin means two. <laughs> or at least the by <laughs> part, and that was probably about the. <laughs> <laughs> the best bit of the uh, <laughs> bike. Uh, right, Facts. well, thank you so much, Hober, for coming in and bringing in all your wonderful well, guests. No, 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 it's, no, it's not a thank you to me, because it's a thank you to everybody that came on the ride. It's a thank you to everybody that supported us, and it's a thank you to everybody that, that came along in the journey. I mean, I know there was a lot of people tuning in. You, Simuth, um Mr. Winard did so much whilst we were, you know, kind of balls to the knees, as, as so to speak. And without everyone chipping in, then this wouldn't have been a thing. And that's the amazing thing for me, is everybody chipped in as much as they could, and that's an amazing thing. And we will see you all next year. Yep, and of course, we will be back next week with more Hutton Orbital Radio news. So, huge thanks to Hober, Eric, Flossie, uh, Mindwipe is our studio, um, what would you call him, voyeur. He's lurking there in the back of the unit, just listening with a glass against the desk. Fly on the wall. Fly on the wall, yeah, I wouldn't call you that. Uh, we've got our tech monkey, Simon, who's been in the background getting all the song <laughs> requests ready for us. We've Brett Witterboat, thank you, Commander John Whitehouse and Commander Kinry. Thank you very much for coming and joining us tonight. This has been Hutton Orbital Radio. We are going to leave you with a tune that can only be dedicated to the Super Cycle Team Go. We've got to be careful now because if we make a really rude acronym, we could be in trouble. You know, Truckers, nope. International Cycle Team, eh, sick. That's okay. That's not so bad. Super Hyper Cycle Hober Monkey Team Go. <laughs> Something like that. For special effects. Thank you everyone for tuning in. We will catch you next week from half past eight GMT. This show will be available immediately afterwards. Well, immediately so maybe between the next hour have, on HuntNorbital.com. you got to edit out the uh, book reviews? No, no, I left them in. And you can also get it on iTunes later on or through our RSS feed. But for now, we will leave you with a tune dedicated to those amazing bikers that did and, of course, the amazing support cars that did as well because they all had a fantastic weekend and thank you to everyone who donated and you can still donate now we'll catch you next week that's an orbital radio Bye. Bye.
Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.